on Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watling, Mick Gannon and Jack Dickens. Always a lot of fun, weekend preview time. Looking forward to that. And um, we've got a sponsor, even First Light Racing, will join us at 10.30 to have a chat about their Magic Million um, purchases there in the early part of the year. But let's welcome in our weekend preview team. We'll start off with the Mailbag Bloodstocks, Jack Dickens. G'day, Dicko. How's your week been? Uh, it's been a bit of a foggy one, to be okay. honest, Jeep. But I've, uh, I Why think I'm coming that? out the side of it right now. After that big weekend, it's Thursday. Surely you've recovered. Since since the weekend, yeah, I'm not what I once was though. I'll yeah. tell you that for, for <laughs> we free. But we, um, we I, I've that. actually like thoroughly investigated the three races that I've been given to do at Randwick. Yep, and Look, I've never been it. more confident in my life. Love it. The man from the barrier tendon, um, great merchandise. A little bit dark. I thought you'd be a little bit more colourful than what you are, Dino. But I don't mind it. I'm donning it today. Hello to you, Dino. Double XL. Yeah. No, it's large. I think. <laughs> Morning, fellas. You look good, G. Appreciate uh, it. Improved your fashion sense. And um, no, I like it. It looks good on you and keen to rip in. It's an outstanding meeting. And I'm glad that Dicko's done the form for Sydney because the three races we'll touch on, especially Eskimo Prince, is a cracker. The great tip off, very own Mickey Gannon. Hello to you, Mickey. Morning, G. Morning, Dicko. Morning, Dino. How are you, lads? Very well. Let's get stuck into it because looking forward to analysing these races um, in Sydney on the weekend. First of all, Mickey Gannon, how do you think this track will play? Yeah, railway out eight metres, and it's only getting warmer and warmer um, as we're getting later into the summer months here in Sydney. And I'd suggest to you that it's going to be uh, reasonably leaderish. I think you want to be on pace and within sort of three lengths on turn for home. So you're happy we'll kick off with race six here, Dicko? Um, yeah, that's All one right of the ones then. I've done. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. Over the 1,600 <laughs> metres. I'll go through the market here. You've got no compromise, 750. Salkham at $2.80. Hang on a sec. Sacramento, $19. Love Tap at $17. And then we go down to horses like um, Banju at $2.20. That's in a rich vein of form at the moment. Reese Jones rides for Lyle Chandler. And then Beauford Park for our man, Sarbassan, who and Rachel King at $15. Dicko, um, I'm excited about this. You can kick off proceedings there at Ramwick. What are we doing? Well, I think Banjo Banjo rolls forward and leads, does it not? Mickey Gannon with maybe Love Tap Sacramento near near it. Right. I, I thought Sulcum's one and only trial was plain, um, completely gapped by Animo. No compromise. Started twenty one dollars versus Sulcum last time they met, uh, and its trial wasn't any sharper than Sulcum's. Um, I think you got a race fit six hundred meter horse versus a couple of horses that need twenty five hundred. Um, I think Banjo is one of the easiest bets of all time. Banjo. Um, Johnny O'Neill, your man, we'll have a chat. I've got, I've got to play you a grab there a little later on um, by Johnny O'Neill on the means test yesterday, Dicko, because I just want to fire you up. But he, he says that Salkin will be one of the fines of this year's carnival. Yeah, well, self-interest governs us all. Um, very, very nice horse. Elite debut, well back to when it did it. Um, I don't know. I just would have liked to have seen two trials if they were wound up to try and mm-hmm. be competitive here. Um, I've got no doubt it'll run a big race, but... Um, I've actually deep dived as well the data myself and think that it's going to be mad on pace on Saturday, like Mix uh, said as well. So I think those factors combined, just you're a madman if you're diving into Sulcum fresh. Dean Watley, what are you doing in race six? 
Yeah, it's one of those races where you get sort of off-season form for the summer, chime in with the, the new horses, the better horses on the scene, and that can be an absolute puzzle. Um, I think Benju, since stepping up the 15,600 metres, it's a new horse. It's improved about five or six lengths. Suits the mat pattern that we've all established. It's going to be a leader's paradise there, I think, on Saturday. I think um, if you're going to play, which I'm not in the race, I think Benju is the one. Big watch, and I'm interested to see what the market does on Sulcombe. Quite trial, but that's a typical Waller trial. I like to see blinkers on first time if you're back in stays first up, but I'm fascinated to see what the market does late on Sulkin. And he trialed, he trialed in the blinkers too, which was very, very yeah. odd, I thought. For for like, if this is a Melbourne Cup, you know, top of the top, tippy top sort of horse, Queen Elizabeth, they're talking. Yeah, which we, we spoke about, Gareth, with John O'Shea on trial time for the week that he mentioned that exact pattern that Waller loves to do that with his stayers um, in their trial. So it's a fascinating pattern um, to see if it is a push to back them first up and on debut, uh, not on debut, but first up, Dicko, but um, well picked up. And it was interesting that John O'Shea picked up on too, Gareth. Mickey Gatter, what are you doing here, mate? Every horse has a price, G, and I think Solcom is the wrong price, absolutely wrong price. I think you want to be taking more around the $5 mark considering what we've seen. It potentially is the best horse in the race. I don't doubt that. I think Banju, EG, you're going to be brave. I wouldn't be diving in at the 220. I'd want to see something getting closer, you know, to the 250, 260 mark. If I was to have a bet here, G, I think there's a horse that can improve. It's had one preparation in Australia for the Waterhouse bot team. The preparation, it wasn't the best you've ever seen, Rose Hill and then Grafton. But it's been gelded. It's had two okay trials. We're talking about youth spirit with Tim Clark aboard here. It will roll forward. Typical Waterhouse spot style, and you're getting twenty nine dollars. Looks like it's a great each way bet for mine, G. Unbelievable! What a start. Youth spirit beat Sulcom. I'll give up. Um, but looking forward. <laughs> but you, 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 youth spirit's got way more like short trip form than Sulcom has. Yeah. It's gelded. Like the form god reads like Grafton, but it's a listed race. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doubting the great tip-offs guru. Um, hashtag pay up. He's been on fire. Yeah. Jeez, I've kicked that into the. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to get. Hey, we hashtag. need to get some merchandise here. Pay up. I'll wear that next time. We should. We'll get our designers onto it. Anyway, let's have a look at we'll race seven with bet three six five at Randwick. This is a beauty. Jeez, Michael Hawks is bullish about remark. He's a Group One horse, according to Mickey Hawks. Four twenty bet three six five. Andermatt at four eighty, Dragonstone at eleven, Easy Single at nine dollars, Key Largo at nineteen, Quick Tempo at eight dollars, and then we go down to uh, Coty at four dollars twenty, and then Sebenyak, who's also been gelded at thirteen dollars. Here we'll go with you here, Mickey Gannon. This is a beauty, absolutely cracking race. Um, I'm not interested in Andermatt on the map and the dry track. I think Remark is potentially a group one horse. It's weighted like a group one horse, 62 kilos, sits midfield or beyond, and that's not going to be ideal. I found this race pretty easy, and I'm obviously it's got to unfold this way, but I think Cote is a horse that's on the rise. 52 kilos, yes. go rolls forward, has improved. Pretty progressive. I know they came through some midways and then sort of you know, not what you'd call the uh, the best form references, but uh, listed winner at the end of the prep. Oh, I I just think I think it's improved out of sight. And what a joyful fortune, Dino. I'm not sure how that horse trials, but it looked to have its measure in a recent trial early. Joyful fortune finished off well, but look, gee, if I'm going to be playing, it's going to be on Cote to go to the front and dictate and lead and win. Anthony Cummings, Cote, $4.20 with Tyler Schiller in the saddle, Dino. I think you said yes. You, so you're with uh, Mickey Gannon here, it sounds like. 
Yeah, I think the market's completely missed Kote here purely on the fact, you know, of the placement of this horse in the spring. Obviously, it missed all the sort of feature races, but just picked off lots of prize money, did it in good uh, fashion, and the figures out of those runs are incredible. So if it runs up to its last two starts, on my data, it wins this race. Trial's outstanding. Joy for Fortune's a great um, horse to use as a marker. He trials up like a rocket. Um, right down in the weight, 52 kilos, and there's no better jockey in, in Sydney at the moment than Tyler Schiller. He's riding phenomenal. So I think Kote will start favourite, Gano. The knock-on remark is 62 kilos first up off one trial. He hasn't been first up off one trial and performed in the past. He's done it both times with two trials. I think he is a group one horse in the making, but I think it might be second up for him this preparation. That's my only knock, and I think the market will come for Kote late when the big boys step in. So I'm going to have my $50 on number 10, Kote. So Tyler's better than Rachel King. Is that what you're telling us, Dino? That's what he said. He uh, also said, yeah. interestingly, the market's missed Kote, the equal favourite, but... Um, what price? What, wait a sec, then. What price should Kote be then, Dino? I've got it marked three. So if you use that as reference, Dico, it's, it's definitely missed it on mm-hmm. uh, my data. So that's what I was referencing there. There you go, Dico. Four twenty yeah. Kote value. Value. Um, the the market will tell you what's going to happen here late. Um, remarks like profiles to me like potentially a bet, but I'd wait and see what the market does. If there's good market support, he'll be leaders back. And I, I think he's just a lot better than most of these. And a match trial, like you can't knock it, but you can't like you're not going to get horned up about that trial. And then you're worried about the map with the way we think the track's going to race. Yes, uh, I, I think remarked profiles like the the easiest bet in the race, but I'd want to see the the money come before I did. I think quick tempos there to run a race, but I, I just worried how the track's going to race. And I thought classy JB potentially at, at odds. Um, is a bet to a huge price. Um, and Se- Sevenak wasn't like awful, Dean or Mick, in the trial that Sevenak comes out of either. And no, it was really good. It, it's going to make its own luck and have no weight. So uh, I, I, I agree, Kote like trialed well, but it was asked to trial well. It wasn't like trialing like we know you're a good horse, just get just have two nice trials. It's like this is a sort of D day for that horse, I'd say, suggest, which does, if you like it, suggest, yeah, go for it because they're trying. But I think it's a fair, fair leap from it to the remarks of the world, but you do get that in the weights if you care for weights, which I don't. I'd say, I'd say with the um, with, with the two Hawks runners, I'd be much keener to be backing Sevenak at the thirteens than Remark at the fours. I think um, Sevenak's probably weighted very, very well compared to Remark. I think reading between the lines as well that yeah, that's what Michael Hawks was indicating a little bit as well that Sevenak trolled as well as Remark and has that advantage with the weights, and he's been gelded as well and. Um, Hawksy telling us that he's a different horse with that operation. So Dicko just weighing up whether he backs Remark, but I think Mickey G and Dean Watling are keen on Cote at $50 a win, D Watling and, and Mickey Gannon. Yeah. Yes, mate. Yeah. I, I just would like clarify, I, I wanted to find Sevenak too, mm-hmm. but Cote mm-hmm. and Sevenak, like Cote's PB is over 1,300 metres and Sevenak's is 1,400 metres. This is a 1,000 metre race. 1,000 metre horses win 1,000 metre races. It's like been really good to me using that model, and I'm just not convinced either of them are. Let's have a look at race eight, and this is the return of one of my favourites, Af Cabin, the son of a stern. At $2, dominates the market, J-Mac aboard um, in the feature event there on Saturday at Bramwick. We've got Sajardin at $16, Williamsburg 40 to 1, Wolverine 29, 
Um, Oscar Penko at $8. He was the horse that just was the black booker out of the Caulfield Guineas last spring. And then we go down to Zoo Tiger at $3.40. Dean Watling, um, is $2 a good price for half half cabin first up after that bleed? Uh, I'll tell you that after the race, but this has to be... That's no good, Dino. We want it before. That that has to be the best race of the day by far. This is a fascinating... I think $2, I think you probably get a little bit better purely on the fact that he's got opposition here. Also, Penko and Zoo Tiger are proper horses. Um, we know the confidence of James and the driver. They believe this horse could be the best horse in the country after this prep. And I have similar um, opinion there. That trial, Gareth, was absolutely outstanding. Lovely stride. Um, I think he just rolls across from gate eight and sort of sits just in behind the speed, gets a perfect trial, which I think is key for this race. Osipenko's trialled up phenomenally well. I think probably 12 runs a touch too short, but he was outstanding in the Caulfield Guineas. I think he's in for a massive prep. And Nash on for is a big tick. Um, I think Zoo Tiger's the map horse here, and our good friend Gordon Pratt at Doran Park has suggested this horse is spelled outstandingly. His trials suggest that too. He come third in the Golden Mile, uh, the, the Golden Rose, which you have in secret, and Jack and I winning in front. So that form's outstanding. But I think Aft Cabin, James McDonald, James Cummings, 27.8% strike rate the last 365 days. That's the way to play it. And he's my bet of the day, race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. Mickey G. Yeah, I couldn't take $2 about Aft Cabin um, simply because you've got Zoo Tiger drawn inside it. And I don't think there's a whole lot between them from what we saw last preparation, given that, you know, Aft Cabin has the spruik. Um, would have liked to see it probably just have another run and, and really put them to the sword. I, I just don't see it as a betting race, G. I think there's, there's, there's two main chances. One of these races can some or these type of races can sometimes set up just to be well in favour of the bookies. You know, Arf Cabin and Zoo Tiger could be well overplayed, and any of these could just jump out of the ground. It's not a betting race for me at all. Dicko, I think Arf Cabin is the biggest false favourite in Australia on Saturday, and I'll be top odds. Um, barrier eight, one has had one seven hundred ninety-five metre trial for a twelve hundred metre, like a hot twelve hundred metre race. Poor setup, big spruik. The market's like pricing off the spruik. Zoo Tigers trials are outstanding. It maps outstanding. It's very, very easy bet. I have it favourite way in front of Aft Cabin. And I think there's a horse here, the six communist, that's had two nice trials. The last trial was like a, just a beautiful piece of work. It was a small four field trial, four horse trial, but geez, it was good. It gets a really good run from five. Um, I think Osipenko is a really nice horse, but I agree. 1200 probably a little bit short for it. Um, and the, like Wolverine probably needs further. Yeah, I, I just think Zoo Tiger's a really, really easy bet. Communist, an easy, easy bet. And I thought the interesting horse was, and I'm surprised no one mentioned it, and I hope that you would because you have a better read on the locals than I do, is this Capital Queen, one-from-one horse, um, going to get every favour on the map. But I just think the market will tell us late with that horse. Yeah, I think the thing with Aft Cabin and the soft trial is Godolphin strike rate first up off these sort of 795. They never trial over that distance further. Um, their strike rate's the best backing them first up, 19.5% strike rate. And they've targeted this race with Palili and Kamatari. So I wouldn't be too worried, Dicko, about that um, in the sense that the one trial leading in here. Um, and I think the 1200 meters Gano rail out, it's probably the map that you can sort of sit two or three wide and that's sort of an advantage at Ramwick compared to your Rose Hill. So... I think that's that's the good factor for Aft Cabin. Um, I think Capital Queen, Dicko, big rise in 
class from that midweek race up to this race. That's probably the big knock that I have on that horse, but it's a fascinating race and I can see the points there. I think Zoo Tiger, it's just a map horse. Tommy Markhorn's back in Sydney, which we needed to sort of touch on. So Tommy. just fascinating, but I think after Gavin, back at late, and I think he'll be winning. Can't wait for this race. Love the different opinions there. So you're sitting out, Mickey G., Dean Watling made some really good points about Af Cabin, and so did Dicko taking off at, on taking on Af Cabin there on Saturday with Zoo Tiger and Communists. So three forty and sixteen dollars for Communists and at each way price. So that's look at the uh, the three features there at Roundwick. Get your text messages in if you've got a question for the lads. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. There's a few already for you, Dicko. A couple potting you, a couple um, um, patting you on the back. So we'll read all of those out. <laughs> Let's read the potting ones first. Um, all right, then. Do you want to go through the first one? Uh, um, we might do that after the break because Jacko's saying, hurry up, Gareth. We've got Tommy Papley joining us later as well. I'm looking forward to that. So we'll take a break and then we'll come back with the team's best bets at Randwick on a Saturday. The Ripper meeting at Randwick on Saturday. This is the weekend preview team. Jack Dickens, Dean Watling and Mickey Gannon. Feature event there, of course, is... Race number eight on the program, and that should be an absolute beauty at, at Randwick. The um, feature event, the Eskimo, um, looking forward to that, where we see Af Cabin. Who, it's good, eh? The racing's getting real hot again, G. Yeah, it's just starting, really. And we'll just warm up. We'll have the All Stakes next week, which should be a beauty in Victoria. Not just the All Stakes. There'll be a couple other really good races there at Sandown with some really nice horses returning. Yeah, and I'm enjoying um, racing at Sandown. We'll get to that meeting a little later on. But what about your best bets there in Sydney, on Saturday. We'll start off with you, Mickey Gannon. Yeah, we're going to go to race nine, number four, Kettle Hill. You're getting $4 for this horse, J-Mac on. Been waiting for it to get over 1,600 metres. We get there on Saturday. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ram, with that 1,800-metre start, it is not ideal for any horses drawn outside of four. So drawing barrier one, it's just absolutely ideal. Short run, they basically turn as they jump. Uh, Kettle Hill should be getting a job done for us, G-Race 9, number four. He's been red hot too, Mickey Gannon, out wide on the card. He has, sneaky he has sort a of operator. Bit, let's it, us sort of toil away with the, like, the, the, the balls we're given. So Dean and I sort of do all the hit-ups and stuff, and then he just flicks it out wide and he just scores the tries every week. We do have to have a selection. It's a selection dilemma that we've got at the moment. Unfortunately, we're zipping three with the weekend preview multi. We've got Tommy mm. Papley, who's probably going to get his debut this weekend. And Mickey Gannon's been really good, but... Um, he tipped every winner on the program there last week, except for the one that he put in the, the weekend multi, which is <laughs> um, just not good enough in a way. So uh, it's going to be a difficult decision at the selection table. As a captain coach, I might even drop myself, <laughs> even though that I dominated last week. Um, Did you? How are the harness tips going, Jim? Yeah, <laughs> Did you? Two dollars. Well, the hunter cups on this Saturday night. So we know where he's headed. Two dollars into a dollar fifty-five and one like a good thing. No pain. Um, that's how you do it, lads. <laughs> but I can try and inspire you for greatness. Um, so have a hard think about what you will do with this weekend preview multi. Dicko, what's your best in Sydney? Uh, I, I really like the good race, race eight. Uh, I think you can back um, Zoo Tiger and Communist, and, and you get a result. So race eight, number eight, and race eight, number six. Um, your plays there on the Eskimo Prince, the feature race eight. And Dino? Uh, race seven, number 10, Cote. And race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. My two bets there at Randwick, G. What about the two-year-old race? Do you have an opinion there in the Lonro? I, 
I don't like that race at all. I've got no black bookers. I think they're all pretty even. Um, I'm going to stay out of this two-year-old race this week. I don't think there's any slipper or golden, um, sorry, slipper or blue diamond horses in that race. So it's a leave it to the keeper. Well, have you mapped it though? And who leads in coffins? Because from what Mick's saying, that's sort of what we just want to bet on. Particularly in these two-year-olds that probably won't be able to catch each other. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Oh, you, go, go, Gano. I've had a look, lads, and there's only one man you're going to be backing when these two-year-old races when he gets to choose all the horses. Jay Mack, he's on a horse called Madeira Sunrise, drawn barrier three, gets to a very good position and will be giving a huge sight. So if you were to have a bet in that race, that's where I'd be aiming. Sicilian's a good horse, but geez, he's getting short now. Barrier one, it'll go forward, and I think uh, Jay Mack will follow it. Dino? Yeah, I think the trials of um, Medina Sunrise have been good. Michael Freeman first half's outstanding. Sicilian's obviously got the, the run under its belt. Tim Clark, Barrier One, what else and Botafire in the minute? I just think it's a grey up the race, so I'm going to stay out. And if you like something, back on his opinion there. And just quickly, Sulphur Car is in Melbourne, so I won't be going around in the long road plate there for Godolphin in um, Sydney. And I'll tell you what, Mickey G., um, I'm surprised that you haven't gone a midway or a highway. I know this is a different radio <laughs> yeah, station yeah, that usually concentrates on those, me- like those staying, races. Staying your lane stuff from the yeah. captain coach there. Um, so any opinion on the highway or the midway? No, nah, mate, you'll be able to get the opinion at thegreatkipoff.com yeah. on Saturday you've morning. Got to, you've got to leave something for the subscribers, I, I, Gareth, for I, God's I, sakes. I, 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 I trying to make a living. He's got two kids. How many kids you got? <laughs> Three. Three. Three kids. Are you trying to get him to tip the card? Come on, Chuck. 0499736736. He would be tipping it. Hashtag pay up. He's just not confident. I can tell you that um, with the midway and the highway this weekend. Hashtag pay Gano so you can hashtag get paid up. Yes. Hey, we're going to take the news on the other side of it. We'll catch up with our great friend here on the weekend preview and also giddy up Timmy Wilson from First Light Racing. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is the weekend preview. Bet365, the world's greatest online betting company. Gamble responsibly. Call the gambling hotline on 1-800-858-858. Let's, let's rip through these feature races at Sandown because we're going to get to Tommy Bapley um, a little later on after the next break. So we need plenty of time with him. Snapped at 420, Rose Courts 460, Road to Arataki at 550. This is the seventh race. Bella Riche at $7 and then Vespertine at $8. Exolita at $11. We'll start off with you, Dicko. Do you like this this race, the seventh? I really, really don't like this race. Right, uh, I think it's a really tactical speed map and a really, really tricky map. I think the horses that profile to like potentially explode here map awfully. I thought Matilda would cross uh, Forbidden City, Sonara, Diamonds on diamonds in the Sky, that sort of front pair, two pairs. Passion, Exolita, Rose Courts, Watch Me Dance, next pair. Don't know where they're going to go with what they're going to do with Snap from six. Barrier six sounds all right. There's a lot of speed inside it. Uh, I think then Bell Ritchie, Dazzling Lucy, Standoff, Vespertine, and wrote to Arataki uh, rear. Um, look, I, I think this race is a really, really, really tricky betting race. Okay. Um I would have snapped favourite just from Rose Courts um, and wrote to Arataki, but you'd want to see some evidence that they can run on um, before you thought about investing anything in snapped or wrote to Arataki. And um, Rose Courts going to need a little bit of luck on that map for me. All right, Dino and Mickey, um, we'll start with you, Dino. You got an opinion here? Yeah, I think Dicko's nailed it. It's a tricky old race. Oh, I'm not going to chime in. I think Snap, okay. if you are, is the bet in the race. Obviously, Jewelry come out of that race and um, bolted in at Kemba on Tuesday. Matt's good, has a stack of upside. Um, Barry's six is good. 
just the prices issue for mine. Um, I'm going to stay out, G. Dono? Mickey G? I think this is a race similar to the Eskimo Prince. I think it's a race for the bookies, and I think that they'll be making a bit of coin here unless uh, punters uh, can right. find one out wide, G. But I'll tell you what I am happy to do. I'm happy to have a, what you'd call a one-by-four play on Passione at $101. This horse was group three place in New Zealand. It's had two nice trials. But the thing that's most um, important for me here, G, is Craig Williams jumps on. Last time Craig Williams has jumped on this horse has produced really, really good figures. This is a mare's race. Anything can happen here. Mm-hmm. And we're, talking, we're taking $101 about a horse that probably should be around a $26 mark. So I'm happy to have a uh, one-by-four play on Passione at 101 Love it. Race 8, detonated jacket 2.30, ride and rose, unlikely to start. Oh, it's a question mark according to Kath Coleman. So Kathy. Um, 3.60 for ride and rose. Right you are at 5, Bel Toro at $7. Double figures for the rest, Dicko. An opinion here? Uh, Nacho will lead, nerve not verve. Don't doubt Dory has to go forward from 9. I thought ride and rose would get run a race, so I might have to reach out to Kath and say yep. you should run. Uh, right, you are Grand Promenade next. Detonator Jack from eleven, very, very, very tricky map with Bel Toro. Um, the two OTI horses will be back and they'll be buried. Um, look, I might follow in the. Just, I'm just going to get behind him. The the wingers coming for a hit up, Mickey Gannon. Um, race eight, number three, Nacho, like a one by four. At, I don't know, hundred. I don't know what price it is, but it was a hundred and one last night. Um, I, I think this race is really, really tough. And it's the safest way to play. All right, then. This is working beautifully. The races that you picked for us to preview, you, um, you've had no bet and you've tipped 200 to 1 chances. So, um, <laughs> Didn't Nancho, pick Just do as we're told. Race 8, number 3, Nancho. Dino and Mickey Gaddon, you got anything here? Yeah, I like that note of Jack. I think the biggest thing is wait. You don't need to chime in now. Make sure they're running on and make good ground. I don't think Johnny Allen will be sitting pretty like he did last start. I think there's enough speed here to run over the top. SP profile is beautiful. And if we get a drift late and they're running on, I think we can chime into the best horse in the race, which is Detonator Jack. Can I? Yeah, it was really keen right and rose. So um, that's about all you got from me there, Jay. Yep. Yeah, she's just got a foot abscess or he has right and rose. Oh, so, stand by upon us. Yeah, so they're just weighing up. Well, they had a foot abscess. It's got over it now, but just weighing up whether they're, they're, they start right and rose the Moody Camp in race eight. Race nine's a beauty. So you see 440, St. Lawrence five, River Plate $5, Glory Days at 650. And then we go to San for Pabri- uh Fabrizio, I should say, for Walla at $6 or $13 there. Three and four pence still getting out there at the Valley the other day at $16, Dicko. Do you have a bet here? Uh, Look, no, I don't. Um, The the setup of the day is number one. Of all time at Warnable last start. Um, Mark Zara goes on uh, inside draw. Wouldn't be surprised if it's ridden with a lot more intent than last start. And I think if you had to bet, it's certainly the way to go. Race nine, number one, glory days. I don't know where they're going to get to with So You See, who's a nice sort of spooky little bit of scope about it horse here. Um, River Plate and St. Lawrence will both be in the slot. So if they've been winning on pace all day, those two will be the shorteners in the last. Um, but uh, I think Glory Days, the full credit to the Plastics. Like they saw this coming and they kept it really tight. Um, but I still think it's the horse that's going to improve. All right, boys, quickly, Dino and Mickey G. Dino, Sandown Race 9. Yes, so you see, I'm going to stick back to last start. Like it here. I think there's enough speed with St. Lawrence, River Plate all rolling forward. Barry 7, as long as it positions up just 
midfield, I think you can run over the top of these. So race uh, nine, number nine. Yeah, we're very happy. So you see up to the mile, um, bet again at that price, 700 metres perfect, just needs to sit midfield and can give a huge sight, probably wins if it gets a, uh, enough tempo up front, G. Yeah, love the way that she hit the line the other day. So you see Mickey Maroney, Jamie Mott, 440 we're getting with bet 365. Don't go anywhere. We'll come back with our best bets, our tips or our multi for the weekend preview. And Tommy Papley, the superstar from the Swans, who can tip a little bit as well, will be joining us as well on the weekend preview on Giddy Up. This is the weekend preview on Giddy Up. And what about this inclusion? The man that was picked up in the rookie draft. So he persevered and proved a lot wrong. The boy from Gippsland, the best small forward in the game. And the number one, I reckon he's probably, I see in track, he'd be definitely my top two or three tipsters as well. Tommy Papley, welcome to Giddy Up, mate. Good morning. Hey, boys. How are you? Good, thanks, brother. Hey, first of all, what's your best in Sydney on the weekend? I uh, yeah, had a quick look. I'm uh, I'm going with Dicko here. Um, All the press. With, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting me, getting me phone up here. Um, yeah, I'm going against Darf Cabin. I'm going with uh, Zoo Tiger, I think. Um, just with Darf Cabin, that one trial, the shorter trial, and Zoo Tiger with the two trials. Um, and I think, yeah, Zoo Tiger. So, Tiger Zoo Tiger, Johnny O'Shea. So I love you that. You can't teach talent. No. Uh, it's a, you'd be split, wouldn't you, here a little bit, Tommy, because... Geez, you got a lot of um, people on your bandwagon wanting your love, whether it's Mickey Gannon from the great tip-off, Dicko <laughs> trying to claim you. You're even doing you're, you're with some syndication business on the Gold Coast, buying yearlings. Um, Miles <laughs> Fitzner believes he found you and he's in love. So um, who, <laughs> who has he who's your number? Milo's what, a good what, man. Let's not hang shit on Milo. I love Milo. Not... I'm just saying. But who's your who's your like number one team? Um, if you can yeah, I've, got me, uh, I've got me foot in a few pies, <laughs> and I? I just got it. Try to get a bit of advice from everywhere, but uh, <laughs> look, I, I haven't even met Dicko or Gano, so I, okay. I, I don't know even know how they uh, no, get off the fence, Pats. Get off the fence, son. So, what you're saying is, Pats, if you've met me, so I'm number one, surely. <laughs> I have met, I have met Dino, so um, but no, I'll go with uh, I'll go with, <laughs> I'll go with Milo. There's no confidence there. Well. Yeah, I'm sitting on the fence here, a bit, bit cagey. What are Milo? No, I think Milo's one, and he'll be ha- look at yeah, Milo. He'll be I'm... hair bobbling in the city of churches now, walking out and say, "Did you yeah. did you hear that? Tommy loves me." Um, anyway, yeah. um, what about I'm, your bet? A bit of a few beers, Milo. I've carried on a bit, but I think <laughs> no. we all get along pretty well. No, he's a good man, Milo. Hey, Dicko, what about your best at Sandown? Since you didn't like any of the races that we picked out today. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm being serious now. This is the biggest bet I've had in recent memory. Okay. Race five, number nine, British Columbia. Bet responsibly, but oh, like it's just steam, steam, steam into this thing. It's the easiest bet of all time. Maybe a cheeky save the thirteen Reinberg, but I don't know why they're staying at fourteen hundred meters with that okay. horse. I think so, British Columbia is ready to win. So the hundred dollars straight out on him with your staking plan, I guess. So one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Gamble responsibly. Anything else there, Dicko? At Sandown. Um, don't mind, um, perilous fighter in race two at a big price. All right then. So race two, perilous fighter, but keen on, um, race five, number nine. What about you, Dino? Yeah, I think race one, number one, inundation can bounce back. Short odds, no spoils at all, but I think it will be winning. And I'm with you, Dicko. Race five, number oh, no. nine, a British Columbia. You so guys are 
You guys have been boring this morning. You've agreed too much. Um, race five. Number... Agreed too much. Yeah. I'm going to be the biggest price in Australia. His best. Oh in yes, half cabin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, race five, number nine. Race one, number one. You've got the golden mile profile. It's yes. going to win, you reckon? What about um? So oh, race one, number one. Enough. Race five, number nine. What are you doing here, Mickey G? Uh, gee, I'm going to follow the boys in with British Columbia. I'll have 50 on British Columbia, and then I'll have 10 the win on Passion and 40 the place. Okay, that's a big price, of course. Race seven, number 13, Passion for Craig Williams at 100 to 1. If you do pull that off, um, it might just be your show next week, Mickey G. Tommy Papley, what are you doing at Sandown on the hillside track? Yeah, I'm going to go race four, number one, Vendetta. Um, sticky gate, but I think uh, Stackhouse can get in a nice spot and uh, go on with it. Obviously, Balmier's a danger with Willow on, but yeah, I'm going with Vendetta to go on with it. All right, love it, Tom, Tommy. Love so, race tip. four, number one, that is that is good tipping. Now, um, I've had to make this decision as the coach of the side that I've dropped myself, would you believe, which is after <laughs> kicking 15 yards. Gutless wonder. Yeah, no, gutless wonder. we needed a little bit oh. of enthusiasm. Um and Tommy Papley comes into the side because we're sipping three. And um, there's been a few text messages coming through. Um, so I'll get to them in just a moment. Mostly potting you, Dicko. So, Tommy, you can... Read them out. I don't want their names, All right, please. then. Has Exeter from last week finished yet, Dicko? You mean Exeter? <laughs> Exeter started... I tipped you Exeter at $7. It started three twenty. Yep. Do All the right, math. Hey, Dicko, what about your multis? You've gone from a conservative num from 38. Um, what have you got for us this week? Do you need a new intern? Because I can help. That's from Tommy from Tamworth. Jack at the mailbag.com.au. Yeah. Always happy to um, um, interview anyone. What about Mexico in this first race, Dino? What do you think of uh, that Galloper's chances? Yeah, I think the query is J-Mac's not riding it. And trial's been good, fair enough. Um the prep under its belt now, which I like, but I think it's just an impossible race, that. Um, if you like it, back it and back your judgment there because that's the only way you're going to learn. I haven't got enough time to go through the others. I apologise, but we appreciate the text messages. Tommy Papley, um, you make your debut. You can kick off proceedings, mate. What are we doing with your selection in the weekend multi? I would uh, be a real sicko and tip one today, but it's into a dollar sixty-five, and it'd be a long weekend if it lost. But <laughs> we'll go to uh, we'll go to Sandown. We'll just go the one I said. Uh, Bandetta race, race four. Um, number one. Um, yeah, I just think it will win. Number one. All right, love it. Dicko, we've got about a minute and a half here. Sandown, race five, number nine, British Columbia. So, British Columbia at Sandown um, for Dicko. Dino, what are you doing? Race eight, number three, Ash Cabin, best bet of the country. Throw that in the multi, please. You can't be serious. Yes, he is serious. So, so Dicko, two, 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 you're the coach, right? You're coaching this team. Yes, and and two of the players have, have penned the horse, and we're putting in the multi. I like, going, I like, sweet. I like them to back yeah. themselves. But Dino, if it loses, you might be dropped next week. Mickey, you, you were just lucky recruited to... the greatest small forward yes. in the AFL, I've, and you said, "Hey, I've mate, come fi- on, tell me what you like." I've got fifty seconds. We'll put it in the multi. Shush, Dicko. Hey, Mickey Gannon, you were lucky <laughs> to keep your spot. I'm telling you, mate, because you've been really good. But when I needed you most, you stuffed up. All right, so you need to bounce back. What are you doing this week? Hashtag pay up. I love it, G. We're going to go Randwick race nine. We'll have the hope of the giddy up family on our shoulders. This will be the last leg. We're going or number four, Kettle Hill. And if Af Cabin somehow gets over the line, yep. we might still be alive. We'll be cheering on. Beautiful. Hey, tell you what, Tommy Papley, you dominate SE and track on a Thursday afternoon. Looking forward to you just um, tipping, tipping winners for fun. Yeah. 
Should be good fun today, boys. Listen in. I'll tip you a few. All right. I love it. Hashtag pay up. Um, thanks, lads. Appreciate it. Good on you. That's a weekend preview team. And no, that's Giddy Up. Have a great day.